It's View From 202, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and direct from our website, viewfrom202.com. Hey there, it's episode 54 of View From 202 with Alex Peaches Chang. Hello. Sam Place. Good evening. And me, Britt Bird. Um, what's up, guys? Did you guys do anything this weekend? Uh, Can we just like pull the bandaid off? Yeah. Just, just I don't uh, know. I had a lovely just, weekend. Just get, the get weather was away. good. Uh, I had a good time at Pride on Sunday. Uh, one of our followers correctly uh, or deftly stalked me and tagged me in a photo, which I greatly appreciated uh, fr- from being out and about on Sunday. Um, that was good. Yeah, it's uh, a good thing they canceled soccer for Pride Month. Yeah, it was good that um, in hindsight. Uh, that, you know, after the Chicago Fire game where we had a touching, beautiful farewell to our former captain, Dax, they, they declared that soccer will not get better than this. Um, and then they just ended it. That was good. And they said, oh, and by the way, the shield is the real trophy. Um, <laughs> but unrelated, I also got, like, a brand new buff, a red red buff, another Red Bulls buff, which is yeah. weird since the season ended. Um, that is my favorite <laughs> promo, though. I'm glad to have we one of those. We complained so much last last week about the lack of I know. Of I, I, lack I complained. Of I complained so much that I'm gonna give uh, uh, props for a good handout. It's my favorite one so far. I do like the the buff. The buff. How, how'd, how'd you get it? They send it to the, do you? I don't know. Or? I just came home on Sunday and it was there. And I didn't really <laughs> remember why. It was, slightly, why. it was slightly concerning. I had a vague feeling. I kind of had a phantom limb feeling of just like having my head be constricted yeah. from the tweets. I don't know mm. why. But um, that was great. Um, so, so what do we do? So not really anything to talk <laughs> oh, about hey, we, this week. So you, should we just wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's over. It's yeah, over. we got Open Cup coming up. So yeah, the US Open Cup. Dive right into that. But, but like the tennis version or all right so just play us out here so it's your option for whether you actually want to like insert music and pretend like we quit the episode there but okay fine <laughs> so um assuming we did it I'm, I'm gonna i'm too lazy to edit that i'm going to just come out and say like yeah so last up ep- last episode <laughs> uh well all of us i was actually the most conservative for what Three it's worth one. which is nothing uh got it kind of wrong uh, you know, I'm I'm eating some wonderful crow right now. Um, did you know that when you get off the train at uh, Nevins to get to your apartment, uh, the smell of Popeyes actually permeates the entire um, subway <laughs> it platform. It does do that. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I went there and I asked if they served crow, and they said, "Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> technically we always do, but yes." So that was great. Um, Britt actually walked into my apartment today just with a, a bag of Popeyes. As so. is custom. I mean, that's that's actually pretty ordinary. But you Popeyes, ate fish. I did because I'm a weekday pescatarian now. So it can. If our any of our listeners out there are wondering if the fish at Popeyes is okay, it is. It's it's okay. It's fine. So. I'm still alive so far. Who goes to Popeyes and gets fish though? Someone who like why go to Popeyes was really hungry and was near Peaches' apartment and wanted food. And the, the sides are still good. I still had the biscuit. It was great. The biscuit is it was the most important. It part. was not quite the full deal, which is kind of like Saturday, uh, really though, because yeah, we lost. We lost bad. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, you know the score. You know what happens. Two zero. I mean, like, okay, I'm not gonna try to whine too much about it. We're still six two and zero. We beat them last week, so you know what? Like, it was bound to happen eventually. Um, losing at home. Uh, I will say, and none of you should believe me when I say this, and that's that's right, that's the correct take, but, you know, on Friday, which is long after we recorded, and I was reading all the interviews, and I was reading the pulse of social media, I was like, you know what? I don't like the feeling of this. Everyone was too casually complacent and, and confident, and it kind of felt that way all, leading up all the way to Saturday, and just no one really showed up. But, of course, don't believe me. On on the recording, I said we would win 3-1, so I deserve to be dragged for that, uh, considering how opposite of that we really played. I only felt that way until, like, or, like, five minutes prior to 
city scoring. I think that's when I realized, like, oh, oh, this doesn't feel as good as I thought it would be. But it also felt very similar to, like, uh, it almost, like, uh, it was very, it was too casual, like, uh, and it reminded me of, like, almost how celebratory, like, the game after the 7-0 blowout was, Mm -hmm. where it was, like, it almost seemed like... uh, it was like too relaxed, and then we ended up yeah, losing complacent. at Yankee Stadium, and that was the first loss to City. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, know. it really felt like we literally hadn't woken up. I mean, part of the, <laughs> I actually woke up a little too late for this game, which I tricked you myself. Managed to get on the same path, training as I know, because I tricked myself into thinking I, I was setting myself up so well, into thinking the game was at 12:30, because maybe I just heard, oh, we're trying to get there at 12:30 so often that I was ru- running, busting ass. I woke up in a blue shirt, and Peaches had to bring me a red shirt. I was slipping. I was not doing my job as a fan. I had to put on a shirt at the stadium to fix it, and I was still not really woken up, <laughs> and neither was the team. It totally fit the afternoon, the the mood of the afternoon. Funny that, I mean, Sam, what you're saying about the feeling of us losing not creeping in until right before they scored, I think I kind of agree in the sense that it was, it was an... Really uh, not enjoyable match for most of the first yeah. half, period, actually. Like, we definitely looked worse than they did, but they they were not quite sterling yet either. It was just ugly. Everyone looked a little slow. Uh, we could not pass worth a damn. They could pass worth a little, and then they finally exposed us on our right half. And I know we don't talk like this anymore, but not a great showcase for the league. Uh, that's, yeah, you're right. I don't really think, that hadn't really occurred to me. Yeah. Um, I think we're at the point, though, where people were just more impressed with, like, the fuller stadiums, and, like, it was a very beautiful day. The stadium looked great. It's always nice to see so many people in red. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we just get totally clogged, uh, on the, on the wings. Uh, one thing that we said last week that was correct was that um, the width really was the difference between the the Open Cup game and this game. Um, that That's true, even though Ronald Matarita didn't even come into the second half. Our width players just did not do nearly as well. I was screaming all match that the ball was consistently um, clogged up at the sideline and halfway line. Every time it was like what we were walking into a brick wall over there and just a trap. Seemed like they, um, yeah. The, I think there was a bit of tactical preparedness that they knew we would try to do that, but there was also a good deal of just uh, technical ineptitude. Mm-hmm. We were not, we were not getting past them, and they were just being stronger on the ball. And it was infuriating, really, for that first half to see us just run up into that every single time. How long did it take Kamar to get across in? Uh, did he ever it, get across him? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good question. It just it felt like he didn't. The only time I noticed him was when he had he had a, he got a pretty bad foul uh, in yeah. the end of the second half. Yeah. Right, that was the first time I really Should recognized. Should have been a red card, according to most people. First time I recognized him on the field. He definitely he wasn't as much a liability as on goal in that game. I think though. But I think was as that a, from him? Yeah, I do remember that happening, but um, it was pretty much straight at Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think either way, it's it was not uh, the Kamar Lawrence that we had grown to love over the last like yeah. two months, really. Maria was more of the liability. He's the one who kind of slips and and allows them space to uh, capitalize on that first goal. I think Yanhel Herrera is involved, uh, who is a midfielder. Apologies to to thank you, I guess, for to Juan Mesa for pointing out our mistake on that kind of. A uh, pretty basic mistake of ours. Um, he certainly had a good day, but I, I do maintain actually that we were we were fucking terrible. But I don't think they were world beaters either. Um, we just could not even keep our feet underneath each other and make a pass. I, I think Joe Goldstein posted um, two heat maps contrasting I think uh, our four-one win last year and then our win our loss on Sunday. And it was noticeable that you saw in the 4-1 win, there was a clear shape in the midfield. Sasha was up top, but then really, especially, you could see Dax and Felipe holding the anchors in the midfield. Um, And then on Sunday, you saw that Sasha was pinned way to the left, way further back, and then um, everything else was way more diffuse elsewhere. The shape was not there. But once I saw that spot on the left, I said, oh, wow, yeah, Sasha was stuck in that spot and I think about it and I recall watching the game um, and and 
if if you're if you're there, you already know it was a terrible day for Sasha. Absolutely the worst yet. We've been tough on him so far this season, but um, this this is like kind of a new low, I think. Yeah, it's got to be the worst. Yeah. Jeez, awful. But I I mean I personally thought it was like three players in particular who just didn't have good games. Um, we already talked about Mario, uh-huh. really, and we're talking about Sasha. And I thought Tyler Adams put in a lot of effort, but uh, I just feel like he just he just didn't get it together. I don't think Tyler Adams was as bad as either of our wingers, though. I thought I thought Adams. I mean, I don't think there's really any goat here. I don't think I would definitely not call him the goat, but I thought he at least showed some strength and wherewithal that was better than others. But he certainly didn't have a good day. I mean, I think that is a reflection of the poor shape of the midfield and his, um, I don't, I don't know, imperfect relationship with Felipe, or, or I think they're both kind Work of similar progress, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, developing relationship. I will which say, I fine. didn't see the nutmeg in real time. I don't remember seeing it. Um, David Villa nutmegged him at a certain point. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't even remember the city fans like reacting to anything like that in the game although you can't you can't really hear them when you're on the south side of the stadium so that's true um that was not a good look but but it would be unfair i think if that gif ended up like shaping a narrative that tyler adams was singularly terrible on sunday because i don't think he was no i don't think he was worse than maria or sasha but at the same time i he was also i don't think he was worse than uh royer or mwil either oh well, i was gonna say at the same time didn't he uh he was also defending that right side uh during the first goal where they beat maria and then he got past adams i don't know who he was, was yeah uh, i thought that was just kind of disappointing Royer uh, was terrible yeah yeah mwil at least you know as always, you could say that uh, he tried. He tried. I think he he showed a little bit more effort than the rest of the team. He looked less asleep. But then this game is one of the games he just looked. He looked like he did not have the tools. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was really going at everything he could, um, but he just didn't have it. They they were a step ahead of him the entire time, and it was frustrating for me to see him stay on the field for so long. Yeah. Um, he was also both he and Royer, but really the whole team were particularly guilty of trying to play long balls and and long balls and clearances. Well, that's that the case just, when you have a giant gap between your defense right. and no players between BWP. But playing. oftentimes it would be it would be spe- uh, especially frustrating that these would be consistently ten yards short. Yeah, like not even close. Uh, BWP would you know it would be so short that BWP would know to stop the run ahead of time because it was so evident they were they were neither hit with enough pace or enough height. And um, I feel like no one was running the entire game either. Yeah, everyone was a step behind. Yeah. Um, the uh, Because of our lack of shape in the midfield, the uh, wingers consistently had to pinch in a little bit. Royer in particular, you could see he was running already in the 15th minute a ton because uh, City would switch the ball consistently, and they would have tons of time to switch the ball. And he he would be he would have a good twenty to thirty yards to run laterally just to get into semi decent position to really uh, put pressure over there. I can't imagine that helped his stamina, but it also shows why why are our wide players having to do that in the first place? Mm-hmm. Not good. Uh, R. J. Allen, who I think we've dismissed plenty on the show, made oh, him look terrible God. in the I second know. half. Um, that was almost bad. But I mean, I will say that in the second half we did come out and. You know, again, we looked bad. We couldn't really finish passes, but we did have some possession there for a little bit, and it looked like there was an outside chance of maybe nicking a cheap goal, maybe a, a corner. Yeah. Um, and our set pieces were all right. I don't know, but maybe getting out with a one-one, maybe yeah. maybe nick two goals, maybe if we got a goal that would inspire everyone, yeah, maybe the yeah. crowd would get louder. Um, but it wasn't to be. But then, you know, City scores off of a long... I, guess, I mean, I guess it's a set piece technically, but really it's a, it's a foul near the halfway line that they whip in on a long looping ball. It, it wasn't... I hesitate to call it a set piece because it wasn't really necessarily defended as such. There was no wall. I guess there was a scrum of players in the box. But then Ben Sweat gets ahead on it in what is, I think, in my opinion, clearly a, a cross, trying to cross a cross the box to find a defender who for i mean attacker for what it's worth was also pretty much wide open anyway um but then it just goes straight in and then after that the wheels just pretty much fall off uh i do think that colin uh, is one of the few players that keeps things from becoming terrible kamar 
while being totally inert in attack, also was solid enough in defense. Mm-hmm. Most of their most of their problems came from their left, our right, mm-hmm. not his side. Um, Luis has a decent showing as a save of the week nominee. Very, from it was the very first nice. Half. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like I I don't want to redeem our performance. I think it's the worst I've ever seen the Red Bulls play ever. Worse than like say you know the Houston or Orlando blowouts where we lost by more numerically. However, I mean like well, saying that NYCFC ran rampant. I don't know. What about they, the LA game? That was pretty bad too. I think you know I think we. We probably played worse, actually, and were more in, in, inept this game than the L.A. game, even though the score was worse. Um, however, I will say that, that that's a good comparison because I think L.A. were better on that day than NYCFC were on Sunday. NYCFC yeah. looked like a very professional, well-trained, well-practiced team that put us to the sword effectively. However, this, you know, Luis does help the score, and Luis and Colin help the score stay slightly respectable, but I don't think this is one of those games where you're looking at it and saying, oh, wow, it really could have been 6-0, 5-6. I, guess I don't think they created that many chances. What, yeah. what I would say is that for them to come into Red Bull Arena to win 2 nothing and to be without uh, Maxi Morales yeah. and Matarita, right? They're about, without both. Matarita came in late, but yes. Right, without with the expectation that neither would be starting, who are arguably two of their better players. Uh, I would be thrilled if I were an NYCFC fan. Oh, obviously, if you're I, an I mean, NYCFC fan, I think you should a, be thrilled. I think that the deck was stacked against them for them to come in and win this game. Uh, and the fact that they did is, you know, I mean, uh, I think I'd been saying uh, that NY the NYCFC look particularly decent this year, um, but at that they always find a way to fuck it up against us. Uh, I think that they ended up coming in and actually playing decent and uh, like fighting through, uh, which I, I feel like fighting through this built up you know anxiety of playing against us. Yeah. So uh, after them. the game, we ran into Alex, friend of the show, who commented that it looked like we were kind of playing ourselves. A little bit, and that is like what it, it looked like. How I imagine being on the other side of one of our <laughs> it looked good like opponents. we were playing Philly in the Open Cup. <laughs> uh, no, but um, in that they they pressed more than we did. They were more effective at causing the ca- kind of uh, disconnect within our own field, and then they were opt- opportunistic, um, and they took their two chances. Yeah, they were really uh, able to pin the ball in our half. Right, we were we were totally incapable of moving forward in a way that reminds me of what we probably do to other teams. Uh, just the total disconnect in, in any sort of build-up play, neither wide nor narrow. What uh? So what what all? I feel like I've mentioned this to Peaches during the game. Uh, the the press though, it just it seemed you know maybe that's a, a consequence of of us uh, playing a little differently. Uh, you know, you talk about the heat map. Uh, but but at the same time, I'm sure that the you know uh, no one was running the entire game. No one was running. No one was running. Um, I mean, there were moments where you I think BWP started running a little bit more to press, but no one else was. It looked like the press was not on. <laughs> but I mean, like it, it it seems like it's been kind of uh, it's been off. Not you know maybe not like turned off, just a little off. Well, we're supposed to build in sophistication this year, right? It just doesn't seem. I Last know. week we said that it's weird. This series has been weird so far because every team, the team has tried. Both teams have done the same thing every single time, mm-hmm. and it's been obviously to our benefit. Um, and the question I was wondering, what I mean, is it just always going to be this way? Lo and behold, it looks like we changed a little bit more, and NYCFC, uh, while still having possession as a part of their style, I think were opportunistic and pressing in a way that is more befitting or typical of us. Uh, so the systems did change, uh, or at least the effects of what actually happened did. Uh, so it wasn't just a repeat of everything we've seen in a way that I didn't expect at all. Oh, okay. Well, could we talk about the controversial, um, I guess, nature of the coaching this week? Yeah, I mean, so the question of Jesse being gone all last week in Poland uh, looms large. Um, I mean, I think he does. The question of whether it made a difference, I think, is different from whether he deserves flack for it, I think. I mean, does he deserve flack for it? Incredibly so. When you lose to a rival, a derby rival at home, 
uh, like that play especially terribly, it may be true that, yeah, your professional players should be able to motivate themselves and execute better than that anyway. But if you're gone training for your next job transparently, and to his credit, he's been transparent about how he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, you absolutely deserve every bit of attitude you get, in my view. Does that affect the attitude of the players? I mean, it, it, okay, do you mean like the fan backlash or No, Jesse? no, no, Jesse going to Europe um, yeah, during the training. How, how could it not, right? Right. Right? I mean, like the motivation, I, there's no right? way that there's if, no effect. If, I think. How would you be motivated if your boss isn't even there? Yeah. Especially, I mean, in a team sport, yeah. Um I mean, it seems like there's been a deliberate effort to to big up uh, Chris Armis in recent weeks, which is good for Chris and everything. But yeah, I, I agree. There can't not be an effect there. I mean, I'm sure the players would probably say otherwise as, as their professional mm. expectation. But yeah. I mean, I, I'm sympathetic. Again, I'm sympathetic to both points that the players probably shouldn't have been so bad anyway. But like, come on. Sure. Can't, yeah. can't be... You know, if, if you're going to be in Poland all week, you got to pull it off. Do, do you think it's execution over motivation, though? Well, I mean, they're kind of entwined, right? I don't know really how to how well to separate them, I guess. Like, are players executing on the plan versus are players being up and ready for the game? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're extremely related. Related, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess to the tactical question as well, Jesse's subs left me totally baffled. Um, yeah. I mean, Zizzo was... Mario was having a bad game. That one makes sense. Um, Stop the bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the end there, when Sasha just, like, could not even settle a ball, and it became apparent that, like, he wasn't going to wake up. He's done. Yeah, he checked yeah. out. He, uh, <laughs> I don't know why Sean God. Davis was still on the bench. Like Instead of instead of Connor Lade. In what world is Connor Lade what we needed right then? I don't know. He's a bulldog with energy. I think that's the. No, that was just. A, I I don't know. I don't. I don't see that one. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't see that one. I at don't all. know. That said, I mean, at the half, I was wondering what are even the subs right now uh, with Goldbron no Goldbronson um, on the bench or anything, or and we had like Verone, but I was looking at it and you know as listeners probably remember I'm we're all Verone apologists to a different degree but this is not the kind of game that suited him I don't think this kind of ugly congested game that required uh I think a little bit more passing and shape and formation a more kind of uh roaming winger wouldn't have helped that at all so when he came in you know he did not play poorly but he did not have he fix barely it. got the ball on his side yeah he barely got the ball and I mean um but yeah the 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 Connor Laid move leaves me absolutely totally confused. But I don't know. Anything else on Jesse? Interesting to see. Or I'm interested to see. Um, I'm just disappointed. I don't even know what like. How does how do you send uh, a message on the field as a coach? Uh, do you do it in the Open Cup? Do you do it uh, against New England in in a week and a, in a week and a half? What what do you what what's the best? I mean, I feel like he's got to say something or send a message. Uh, he's got to, uh, he's got to, I don't know, just, you know, light a fire under their asses in a, in, in, in some way or another. Um, maybe not start Sasha, but not starting Sasha in a cup, in an open cup game. While you know, while Peaches, you uh, are inclined to say that is far more important than regular season. Uh, I don't immediately know. important. I don't know if I don't know if that's the case amongst the within the, within the club. Uh, I don't know if that's the time to send the message. Well, I, I think it would be a good place to test um, our other midfielders into a more creative role, if anything. Yeah, no, I, mean, I and I get I get that and agree with it. I'm, yeah. I'm but I'm almost saying that like it kind of loses its value if the club doesn't take the Open Cup as seriously. But if Sasha is playing could. in his form right now, I think now. I think a benching of question would be a strong statement regardless yeah. of whether it's in the open cup or... but but i mean jesse said as much he's looking for other options to use his strengths right now which i you know yeah i mean i'll believe it when i say but it. i think that's isn't so. that just a polite way of him saying like okay he's not as strong of an attacker as he was last season so now we're just playing him in a more box-to-box role uh because he just and isn't it's also doing saying, as well but he's also saying that he's not going to bench sasha 
Well, he's basically saying that he's out of form, not playing well. We need to try other things uh, because he, he seemingly thinks Sasha can add more value to the starting 11 than Sean Davis can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, and and whether or not that's true, I mean, it, it seems like these last few games have been pretty freaking telling. So I... I <laughs> I don't know. I think it speaks for itself. I think all of a sudden our team doesn't look deep either anymore. Yeah. Just a couple months ago, we were commenting on, oh, now with the Dax trade, we can do so many different things. And then at the 70th minute on Sunday, I was thinking, who the hell is even <laughs> on, on the, the team bench anymore? Um, but, yeah. All right. So I guess, I don't know. Should we talk about... Um, Gosh, what is... Well, I don't know. There was the I have throwing, throwing of items oh, onto yeah. the field. I was probably I was going to drop that in the wotest, but okay. but it's okay. We can we can talk about it. Well, I've already brought it up. So um, yeah, like I thought that was ridiculous. And if uh, you threw an item, probably don't listen to the show. But if you know somebody that like that, that's shame, dumb, yeah. uh, totally needlessly paints a bad picture fans also like i i don't even understand the sentiment i wasn't even like that angry necessarily in that kind of way like that, we that was we, that was a response to the the dive in yellow card right yeah that's yeah. what that was which was clearly a dive and warranted a yellow card and you know maybe you're frustrated about the game but like fucking don't throw beer cans on the field it's not like that hard of water and then like the frustrating thing is seeing people do it after the first one goes yeah if one fly or fuck it was like three or four that flew the first salvo you know shitty don't do it but then watching a couple fly and then being like oh shit i'm gonna do it too is even worse like what like i don't even understand that version of anger though when your team is playing that Badly. I mean, it, one, it almost hit our own players more than the ref. Mm-hmm. It almost hit Muriel in the back of the head. But I'm just kind. Of, I was kind of just despondent at our own performance. Like usually, you kind of see that kind of shit when uh, you're getting bad calls or like you feel like a sense of injustice. Uh, but we certainly deserved nothing from that game at any point. Certainly not that point. I think an argument could be made though that the, re- the that some calls were not going in our favor. But at the same time, that <laughs> there's like it didn't do enough to to sway the game in any yeah. way. We deserved that loss. Yeah. So either way, shameful very, all around. Very shameful. Yeah. And I'm gonna maybe give the benefit of the doubt to. VA that it was just on the since that, people since, since, since it took place on that side of the field they were the primary culprit yeah. uh, and so you know I, I don't I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to say it's it, it's a nature of a particular group but I think uh, regardless it looks really bad uh, for the fan base at large yeah, uh, and, yeah. It, and I think that it's extremely uh, unwell it should be unwelcome their capos seem to respond seriously in a way to try to self place it out yeah, yeah. Um, no i agree so. i think that was the right the right call and yeah. i would hope that all the all the capos you know regardless of which group would do the yeah. same thing on the well, subject of sgs i'll say that i do want to give respect to all the capos on sunday because it was the kind of performance where you know i was sitting there and at the beginning of the game i was thinking you know what even if we lose today like i i still just like feel motivated to sing no matter what because like i just enjoy it and then you know it's not just about you know you know you sing as long as we're breathing you sing for the metro you know whether we're winning or whether we're losing right and i was feeling that sentiment very much but then when your team plays like that that severely dampens it and you definitely saw that around there wasn't a sense of injustice that you were battling against there wasn't a sense of trying our best there was just a real sense of disappointment that didn't make you want to sing but the capos uh were really like going at it in all 90 minutes trying to rally everyone um and that is like the the worst scenario i feel like you can probably be in in a capo is to have that kind of performance and have to try to rile up your troops when uh the team is giving you absolutely nothing the dc hate ones were pretty i did that was my favorite moment in the match where like we kind of just threw it (laughs) in and we were and we were like you know fuck it let's uh hate dc yeah (laughs) we hate dc you know we, we don't even care about this shit anyway but um switching to the dc chance was fun and then you know the you've only scored two how much shit how shit must you be um <laughs> that that was good oh there was what what did they say la scored three or something <laughs> i don't know there's like a, a slightly different variations of that chant that go on and on but yeah props to the cabos and i did like the tifo as well yeah um i should probably probably offer a distinction i guess in regards to what i was saying last week about recognizing pride week um, I said something about being ambivalent about teams or corporations or 
things co-opting movements. Um, I still stand by that, but uh, the difference, I think, for why I really like Tifa so much is it comes from the fans themselves. Right, right, it comes right. to the fan group. The fans made it. The fans painted it. Um, so that's that's why I liked it yeah. a lot. Um, that's a million times more meaningful than the team or city government or the police, for instance, slapping some rainbow branding on rainbow branding on something to try to cash in. So um, I like that a lot. I like the message on it. I like the simplicity. Um, so A plus to everyone who made the ta- capo. Mm-hmm. Uh, also clarify, we have nothing to do with the capos. I mean, not the capos. Tifos. Sorry, tifo. Four letter words. Four letter Italian words. Um, the TIFOs, uh, I was just totally speculating last week. I have nothing to do with it. So total respect to everyone who actually mm-hmm. made it, painted it, and rigged it and did the whole thing. They always do a very good job. We've, yep. we've been a couple times. Yeah. Uh, we, we've made some small contributions. Uh, we're not very good painters, I don't think. Hey. Yeah. You're, you're an artist in your own way, but you're not a painter, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have painted. I think we could have handled... Sundays though I think we yeah. could have managed it <laughs> they, they give you lines too so you, all you have to do is like yeah. roll, roll well, the that lines a, that was the second TIFO though oh that's true do you want to talk about that uh, yeah we, I mean there was there's a different TIFO that was um, I think it got true. posted online yeah, yeah, it, it's on Twitter and you could find it it, it was Bart Simpson writing from we, like the intro of the Simpsons yeah, sequence yeah we, we will not uh, steal seats to build your own stadium. Are you, I think it was. I think it was. You cannot. Like it's not. Pos- or yeah, you cannot steal seats to build your own stadium. And then like his shirt had ultra written on it backwards. Yeah. And then I think zero seven. And then he had a handcuff hanging off his wrist. Very funny. Censured by uh, MLS front office though. So I guess technically the Red Bulls front office, but we all know that there's that's kind of call- there's a lot of communication between the two when it comes to stuff like that. All right, so that's that wraps up the. We haven't done go to sports. I know the fan supporter thing. Um, go to Swotis. Let's do. Hey, let's get Gotis out of the way. Make it short. I don't know, Colin. Colin Felipe. had a good game. Felipe. Mm. Yeah, I thought Felipe drew a lot of fouls. That's. I guess. I mean, he's always good at that. But I was gonna say I think this is one of Felipe's poorer games. No, I agree. Yeah. But like Felipe's poorer games is still better than everyone's worst game I ever. I think. I think yeah, part I of the frustration was that he wasn't getting a lot of the calls that he would normally get. That's I think, also I, true. That's I also think true. He got. He got like. He got so many more fouls. But he get. He got them during, riled up too. during the. Well, he does that for every game. That's a given. That's, open a, cup that, that's a given. He does. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what team he's playing. He's the second most hated player in the league. <laughs> uh, it, I think that like part of the issue is that like he slowed the game down uh in philly he did a really good job of that by drawing fouls uh and uh, i think in the same the same call those same scenarios were not being called in our favor against nycfc you could tell he was frustrated uh because when he i think there was like a, a visible moment in the first half when he committed a foul of what i think he had determined similar you know uh similar to how he had just been fouled uh and he had gotten called and the call was not given to him uh like a few minutes prior he was mm-hmm. very visibly upset yeah uh, it, i don't know but i yeah, usually don't seem that upset i i also thought he did not have a good game now that you're not no one had a good game I'll, i mean i'll go with colin as well he seemed one of the few to actually be awake um, his yeah. passes are not good, but his passes mm-hmm. are not very good. Also, everyone's passes are terrible. Yeah. He actually was making clearances and in the right spot and had yeah. good positioning. So. Yep. Wotus, the competition for this week is high. <laughs> I feel like there's really, it's one or the other. I'm going to go with Royer. I, I thought he had a horrible, horrible Royer game. Royer had a horrible game. But I think, frustrating, but. as a, I don't know. Like I, th- I don't think that game was on the defense. I think the game was on the attack. I would probably definitely disagree. I thought that Mario just got kind of got schooled pretty badly. Uh, Mario, Mario was still on the field for the second goal, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. no. Okay. Uh, but I, I thought he just he, anybody. I, I don't know. I feel like it's anybody who plays poorly enough to be subbed out at halftime for a non-injury related issue. Uh, is it halftime? I don't think it was halftime. Or close to half. Okay. Royer got stepped off close to half too, though. Yeah, so. I guess that's a good point. Either way, I'm sticking to Royer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing is, it, it was just, it, it, it was hard to watch that game um, because you knew we weren't going to score, right? Like you kind of hoped for it, but you knew that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, mm. even the corners were terrible. 
PGZ said her set pieces were good earlier. I kind of disagree. I thought her corners were okay. Like we we put the ball in places where people would be um, heading the I ball. Remember it's, like that first half chance that we had. Yeah, Roy. Okay, Royer has probably the best chance of the game. That's off target, but in a slightly you know forgivable way, he at least made solid contact on a contested header. And there, I, I just thought I that there were two corners where we could have had half. chances, but that's it. There was one that went straight to a unmarked or, or a just a city defender, not even close to the goal, and they almost countered and added a third. Um, Felipe ended up taking corners, which he does occasionally. It's not unheard of instead of Sasha, mm-hmm. which leads to my quote, which is Sasha. Yeah. Just totally, totally hapless. Um, There's just one moment really near the end where... I don't think he even had that much pressure on him, and he went to turn, and he just he could not gather the ball. He could not stop the ball or trap it, and it was really uh, demoralizing to see, especially from your captain, especially from your 20-assist playmaker. So, shame on you. I mean, that, that sounds too harsh, but bad game, Sasha. Yeah, not not great. I, okay, I guess uh, I wanted to clarify that both yeah both subs uh, Mario and and Roy were in the 60th minute. I was too busy getting too drunk uh, <laughs> to, to to actually see the substitution take place. Uh, yeah, but I saw the substitution play, take place. So I just stopped, kind of turned off a little bit though. Yeah. Well, either way, if, uh, I think all three of those players had extremely terrible games. Yeah. Arguably their worst performances of the season. Yep. And we didn't even talk about um, Wheeler. Taxi. We can talk about we talked about both of them. I mean, uh, earlier, I mean, like, right okay. now. Sure, I actually sure. don't think we've talked about BWP at all. Yeah. How do you blame him? What was he going to do? No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I mean, he looked slightly. He had to drop back a little bit and and looked like he knew what a soccer ball was at least at times. I think is indicative of the lack of service and his yeah. generally silent performance. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, either way, hopefully they shake it off. Yeah. Come Philly. Yeah. On Wednesday. If last week we were the Corbin campaign that finally put it together away from road from home and put in a late surge to get a solid victory. This one we were the May campaign this week. <sighs> blowing blowing something in demoralizing fa- fashion, not doing the fundamentals even correctly, eventually just hiding in our own home even though we had every structural reason to win. Terrible. Yeah, but BWP definitely voted Labor because Grime. Actually, I think uh, I think Ian Wright Don't say may be it. a Don't Tory say. or something. Am I? I know Soul Campbell. I think ran as a Tory locally, but like Ian Wright, among many of his eccentric positions, he might have like once said he was going to vote Tory or something. I don't know. More research required. Anyway. Back to, not to squander Sam's wonderful segue, though. Next week, or tomorrow, we're going to be playing Philadelphia in the Open Cup as part of our four-week inverted schedule. So catch us for segment two, and we're hopefully slightly less downtrodden after the break. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down Like a rat in a cage Pulling minimum wage New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down You're safer and you're wasting my time. Our records all show you were filthy but fine. But they shuttered your stores when you opened the doors to the cops who were bored once they'd run out of crime. All right, welcome back to segment two of episode 54, View from 202. Recapping the other action on Saturday and this weekend, uh, we have Atlanta beating Colorado by a score of 1-0. to zero. We have Columbus beating Montreal 4-1. to one. We have Chicago, uh, Everett on fire. Actually, fuck, I wasn't even really going to do that. 4-0 win, though, over um, 
over at Orlando, who continue to slump despite their previous hot start. Um, and then we have this week's opponent, Philadelphia Union, winning 1-0 over D.C. in the uh, derby of the more hapless part of the eastern seaboard in MLS this week, um, which leads us to a current standing with the Red Bulls below the line in the Eastern Conference with 23 points with a record of 7, 8, and 2 uh, to run down the list of uh, the teams above the line. We have Toronto at top with 35, Chicago in second place with 34 points, NYCFC in third place with 30 points, Orlando in fourth place with 26, Columbus with 25, Atlanta now hopping over us into sixth place with 24 points. So the Red Bulls are now one point out of a playoff place with 17 games played this season. That is halfway through the season of 34 games played that we played total. Uh, So, yep, not looking good in the table, boys, but I don't think we need to tell you that. The transfer window opens on Saturday. You know... Didn't, it's uh, funny. I just didn't even really. F- I didn't even figure to think if it was open or closed. I just never assume anything's incoming. <laughs> it's, it was, I, didn't Portland already like make a defensive signing? Yeah. Like not windows not even open yet. I guess you can do. You, you can do like agreements. Yeah. yeah like, right. So I'm free saying, agents. I, so I guess like it's. That's it, right. You yeah. can like pre agreements. It is not very. I guess I, I wasn't necessarily aware that it was open uh, or if it, that it wasn't even open yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we follow suit. And uh, make some signings uh, in the beginning uh, uh, of this window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to tomorrow's op- opponent, Philadelphia. Much like last episode, we just played this team um, in the 2-0 victory uh, away at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is still a terrible team. Uh, that, of course, didn't keep them from beating us once this season uh, at PPL 3-0. Um, cause you know, we're always capable of that. Um, but we just beat them, uh, courtesy of the two late BWP goals on Sunday. Uh, I, for one, am still expecting a win. That, that's not replicatable though, the way that we replicable. won. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that sure is, is a word. What do you mean? Uh, I, I mean, that's, of course it's replicable. What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like that was kind of like a, a little nudge, though. Like. Smash and grab. As a Chelsea fan, how could you say that wasn't replicable? That's exactly how Chelsea played for like 10 years. See, Britt, I wasn't sure if you were going to comment on it. I was going to let that one slide because <laughs> okay. I just knew it was asinine. And I, and I didn't know. I, I had a feeling you were going to call him out. <laughs> so, it right, right, but we can't score in the 87th and 90th minute yes, again. Yes, we can. What are you talking about? Like, I, I just don't think we have that. Uh, you think, okay, you think I we think it was won't. a fluke. You think I think they, it was it doesn't a mean fluke. We can't. You think? Oh, we won't. right, right, right. It's not right. possible. Fine. No, no. You I mean, like, it's, I, I don't think that's what we should be like tr- striving for, right? Well, obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be one thing if we were trying to do a smash and grab in Philly last week. That's not I don't, what our game plan was, but we definitely won't be trying to do it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be a Wednesday night, another Wednesday night game, uh, Open Cup. Probably uh, not as well attended, even though it is still a local team. Um, what? What do you figure? Five thousand people? Yeah. Seventy-five hundred, mm. maybe. Philly might bring a lot of people. I feel like we've said this before, and it didn't really happen. I mean, I guess the last time we played them though was the infamous rescheduled to four p.m. time yeah, game, right? Because of the Champions Cup. Yeah, and last year we played them at their place, so. Now might be an opportune time to talk about the regional uh, seeding or regional bracketing of the Open Cup. I think last year I was vaguely positive about it, but this year, if we don't play the Cosmos, I kind of hate it, actually. <laughs> like, I like it as a vehicle for playing the Cosmos, the Cosmos. or Jersey Express or, uh, you know, Kingston Stockade or something. Like, that. it's useful for that if you want to build those kind of rivalries. But that's but, what it's built for. Yeah, but, I mean, it's really built for them to save money. Right. Right? But if we're just going to play Philly or every year, like, I'm I'm getting real tired of that. Or it's like Seattle and Portland play each other every single year uh, for the last five years or something. And except that time, Portland lost to Cal FC. 
Um, so I'm I'm over it. Hey, Cincinnati making a run. Cincinnati beat Columbus. Yeah. Uh, they're they're playing Chicago tomorrow. Yeah. They have like twenty five thousand tickets sold. I, I could right. see Cincinnati. Which is like uh, good for going them. Going through yeah. another round. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should get a Cosmos fan on eventually and ask them what they think about this. I'm sure there's a we... diversity thought in within the Cosmos. I feel fan like you base. have one in mind. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll just like walk down to Coney Island one day and. and <laughs> Do you like the Cosmos? Yeah. Do you like the Cosmos? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can imagine even from their perspective, they might get tired of playing. NYCFC every year. Or us. Nah, they, they fucking love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess they do like playing. That's the reason they get up. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Well, nowadays it basically doubles as a Antifa, you know, right-wing bash <laughs> fest, too. So, um, although Lord knows they could do that if they wanted to on their own time, but whatever. Um, yeah, so Philly once again... Uh, what do you guys expect? I said I, I still expect nothing less than a win. I, 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 yeah. Um, I, ex- I fully expect a 120-minute draw. 100%. Okay. Just, you know. So you think that's going yeah, to happen, yeah. but do you, do you expect us to be better? Deep no. in your heart, okay, you think we're going to be... I, I don't think we're going to get better until we get new players in challenging positions. I feel like everyone's a little bit complacent. Like, who is Bradley competing with? Who is Royer competing with? You didn't even give me a chance to make fun of myself for saying we're going to draw NYCFC in the last Open Cup game. You just you just stole my thunder. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's wrong with you? Well, okay, what? Just last week I said I think Royer uh, responds well to, critis- I mean, to competition. Um, who was he dropped for the week before last? I don't know. Moyle and Verone. I guess when Verone came in for him. I feel like at this point... But very but he's written in pen as a starter. Right? Yeah. I'm finding fewer and fewer reasons not to start Verone. Yeah. It's just we gotta try it. If we yeah. keep on playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. We need to score. We need to try new attacks. He did get moved when when Laid came in, Verone did get moved up top. Yeah. Which made more sense which is for that game. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But for yeah, for the end of the yeah, game, which most people in the team it would have been given up on. Already, it would have been so legendary if we continue to play that garbage, but Verone just created Scored two goals out of nothing. <laughs> that uh, that's that's my new fanfic. Yeah, I choose sad. I choose to believe that happened. <laughs> um but yeah. How the fuck are we in another situation where uh I want us to send another winger? Right, yeah. right. How, how uh, right? the fuck did we get here? <sighs> Jesus. All right, Sam. What do you what do you expect of this? I already said that. I think we're gonna draw. Okay, but like, I 120 I, minute draw, 90 minute draw, uh, all the way through penalties, baby. I'm committed to the draw. It's a tradition. Yeah. Are I, we losing on penalties? Uh, I, I think. Um, I think we actually make penalties this time. Really? Because we lost an Englishman. Wow. But I think Sasha still misses. Sasha misses. <laughs> this doesn't matter. No, He's Sasha's just... not playing this game. Royer will make his. Uh, Felipe will make his. What What do you think the scoreline's going to be? Bradley will make his. I think so, too. Uh, who else Who else is in the first five, you think? Bradley, Sasha. Oh, we're going to Felipe. eight. We're going to go like eight Felipe. Felipe. And then... Who else on the field? Maybe like Adams or Davis? Probably, mm-hmm. probably the rest of the midfield. And then... Zizzo is probably surprisingly high. That just seems like something that would happen. Zizzo, be, Zizzo would be like second. No, no, no. Aaron Long's going to be like three. Oh, fuck. Probably too. Yeah. God. And Luis is probably going to go. Colin would be last, I think. After um, Luis? Yeah, I could see that happening. <laughs> Colin tries to figure out a way to head it in. Is Luis, he just gets is, on is, the ground and just like inches toward it with his head. Is Luis playing or is Mara going to get another? That's a good question. Oh, uh, yeah, you'd expect Mara to start yeah. based on precedent. Um, yeah, I don't think it's not like we're in the final yet or anything. No. So also, it's nice to have like a cup keeper. True. Does so, this game matter more to you, Peaches, than the NYCFC Open Cup game? No. It matters a lot less. Because they have never won a game in Open Cup. Well, it's looking like this might really be the only chance at, or the, at a trophy. The best chance at a trophy this year. So yeah. it would be an Open Cup no, tradition. No, MLS Cup is always up in the air, though. That's as true. long as we're in contention for playoffs. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. Uh, I guess Dallas did win the Open Cup last year, so this bucks the trend of terrible teams winning it. But I think it would be fitting if we finished in seventh place this year and won the Open Cup. 
in the honor of 2013 DC United. Does Jesse get fired though? <sighs> it's a moot point, right? Does Jesse? Jesse's not gonna get fired, man. Or, it is. There's oh, no situation. Where are we happy? Fired. Is it a success? Uh, is it a successful season if we win the U.S. Open Cup and finish in seventh? Mm, no. Well, no. I'm glad to have another banner. I love it. I love that the, you know, now no trophies turns into no cups. one trophy. No yeah. cups turns Can't into say one that. cup. Yeah, but no, I, 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 would, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that there's a scenario where Jesse would even get fired. I think that the Red Bull, uh, like, group, of, <laughs> they would release of, him. Of, of clubs yeah. would find a way to either fast track his his pathway into Europe. Uh, or or do something else uh, that would allow him a more graceful exit than being let go. Yeah, yeah, we're fired. So I think that's not just not never gonna happen. Yeah, he won't get which fired. Which sucks. I mean, it, it it to not have that pressure on you of knowing that your job is not that secure or you know that, that there's no way you're gonna management get fired. Management is yeah. yeah, management's in cahoots. Um, I I I think it would I would still I guess to answer the question think it's a failure. Uh, um, and be really crushed, especially mm-hmm. if our local rivals made the playoffs. Like, come on. So, wait, so are you predicting a win, though? Yeah, I'm still going to predict a win. I still think Philadelphia Should we do score terrible. Lines? Yeah, I'll go with 1-0. 1-1, 5-4. 1-1, 7-4. Wins? Uh, penalties. PK. I know, but wins on the penalties? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bravo. I think yeah. we're due for one. Gambler's fallacy. No, I, I just anything fucking goes at this point. I, I, it, <laughs> so in the I world in general, yeah. yeah. Are you dropping Sasha? We talked about this in the first segment a little if, bit. If it, if it were me, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Are we going to? No. Okay. Should we? Yes. Should we? Okay. I would. I think we. I should. think there's a good chance it's an open cup game. I think Sean Davis deserves to get a crack. I think it doesn't solve our midfield problems. In that we probably still need a more pure defensive midfielder still, and yeah, fuck. When you think about it that way, putting in Davis really doesn't make sense. David, putting in Davis really only made sense, I guess, on Sunday when Question was actually so terrible to be a liability. But starting from scratch, it's kind of a you know a Davis Adams Felipe midfield is uh, really I don't have ugly. that much of a problem with it. I guess if you put Felipe up top, I was gonna say you should put Davis up top, but Felipe would go up top. Yeah, I think we still have a similar problems to what what happened on Sunday, but Philadelphia is not as good as NYCFC. You say this, so. but in the Open Cup against us, they... but Philadelphia, when Philadelphia beats us, it's because we are beating ourselves because we just fucking like suck we didn't and we just do that. Extremely though. metro. I mean. Like, it was not the same way that we beat ourselves when we played Philly. Like, we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot when we play Philly, and we get mad at ourselves that way. On Sunday, it was like we just never woke up, and we were just, like, straight garbage. Yeah. I mean, I, you know that I'm usually an optimist about this team, but I I am. What? I usually think that we're going to do well. I mean, I I, 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 I I say things that are very negative just because, you know, that's what... But Okay. I have hope, but I, I, I think I'm starting to lose it this part in the season. Um, yeah, right now. I feel a sense of uh, morbid comfort in that. Though last week I declared soccer's back, baby. But I don't know. Now the <laughs> now the losing's back. I mean that kind of like helped uh, assuage the uh, the like shit talk last week too. Where it was like, hey, you know what? Like deep in my heart, I was kind of ready for this, right? Like, yeah. do you, like do you think like we haven't sucked before? Like, I mean, ever <laughs> I've been very fortunate in my ten years of fan to you know we've been mostly good but like yeah we've lost some fucking games before like you know we were born in this shit all right we can handle it but yeah all right any any parting thoughts we're watching the yankees and the white Sox right now strike three good shit all right that's gonna sign it off for this week hopefully we're talking about opens up next week but then another midweek game in New England next Wednesday, so I would look for the next episode to come out, I think, that Tuesday night, or maybe Monday night, just to give you a heads up. Yeah. But hopefully see you at the game uh, tomorrow. It'll be intimate. Uh, yes. Yeah, it most certainly will be. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah we'll Contact at viewfrom202.com. See ya. Yes, King, we're making that green.
people always say, what the hell is that mean? People, the people who can't understand. A one whole boy became a man. As for the way you scream and shout, one by one, I'm knocking out. Came for the way my DJ cutting. Other MCs, man, you ain't say nothing. Rocking on to the break of dawn. I bank your money, your time is on. Thank you. 